Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a new movie out called My Son Hunter, and the media is already attacking this film. In fact, they attacked the film before it even had premiered. There were liberals writing reviews for the movie My Son Hunter before they'd even seen it, telling you it was terrible, when in fact it is actually rooted in historical accuracy. Now, this movie, this, this film, My Son Hunter, uh, is a movie produced with the laptop information. Now, this is a movie that is based absolutely not in entertainment, but in the actual information that was on Hunter Biden's laptop. Now, this movie, by the way, I watched over the weekend, and it's one that you need to watch. Why? Because it explains for you from beginning to end exactly what happened and what was on this laptop. You, as a conservative, need to share this movie and you need to go look at this movie and watch it because it is that important before the midterm elections. Now, the other thing that I think is pretty clear here is that the left is actually really terrified that this video, My Son Hunter, you can go online, MySonHunter.com, is uh, this film, I should say, is going to be seen by the masses. Uh, you, You look at the reality of this film 
And again, it's all based in what the Biden crime family did, except instead of reading about it, you actually get to watch it. This video, by the way, is amazing because if you go to MySonHunter.com, you can stream it. You can download it. The trailer, by the way, has already been seen almost 5 million times just across social media alone. Uh, I also think it's interesting how many people connect to this movie are actually concerned about their safety. The British actor who played Hunter Biden in this movie says he's grateful, quote, he hasn't actually hung himself in the last days before all this happened. Joking, not really. Remember Jeffrey Epstein? Take a listen to part of what he had to say to Tucker Carlson. Now, before I play part of the movie for you in this clip, I want to tell you about our friends at Patriot Mobile. And if you've got a cell phone, listen to what I'm about to tell you. Do you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids? Just look at the reaction to what Patriot Mobile did in multiple school districts in Texas. The left literally lost their mind is now attacking the company. Now, Patriot Mobile is America's only conservative mobile phone provider, and they are a force for conservative values. That's because they take a portion of your bill every month at no extra cost to you, and they fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, and the Second Amendment. Plus, Patriot Mobile saves you, your family, and even your business money. All you got to do is go to PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or call them to find out how much you can save. 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation and other discounts by using the promo code Ferguson. That's 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Ben. Now, I want you to listen to just a small scene of audio from My Son Hunter the movie, and then you're going to hear this conversation that this actor had with Tucker Carlson about this role. Oh, come on, man. I mean, what kind of a moron forgets to pick up his laptop at a repair shop? Were you high or drunk? No, Dad, I'm sober. Bullshit. Lawrence Fox stars in this film. He is Hunter Biden. In real life, he's a British actor and leader of the Reclaim Party. He joins us. Mr. Fox, it's great to see you. You must have learned a lot playing this role. You must have immersed yourself in it. What did you learn about the Biden family? Uh, good evening, Tucker. I, I learned a lot. Um, I'm mostly, though, I'm grateful for the fact that I haven't mysteriously fallen from a sixth floor balcony or accidentally <laughs> hung myself in the last day. But, yeah, um, but Epstein. No, I haven't. I haven't been Jeffrey. No, um, I, I learned. I learned that, that that Hunter is a man that wants to please his father. But ultimately, yeah. it would be funny if it wasn't that this family have basically seemed to have sold the entire of uh, America's future to the Chinese on the sly. It does uh, seem. In fact, I think that's been verified. Now, there is a very famous scene, not often talked about in public, from the laptop that concerns M and M's, which are an American hard candy with chocolate in the middle and Hunter's use of them in a very provocative and I would say obscene way. Is that scene replicated in the film? I, I cannot confirm or deny whether I had stage fright that day, Tucker. Okay, so it's possible for our viewers who are thinking about watching this movie, the M&M scene could be in there. I just want to give a fair warning. 
No, it's a fam. It, it, it's aimed at you know everybody, and it, and, the, and the most important thing actually is that the film is watched by your the, you know the remaining sane Democrats uh, as right. well, because those are the these conversations are the ones that are going to be the things that change culture. And what's so lovely is that it, it, back in the day, this film would have been made by Oliver Stone. You know, it would have been it wouldn't have been down to small independent filmmakers to make it. Hollywood would have lapped it up. It just shows how badly Hollywood has been corrupted by the woke ideology that they won't go anywhere near this, along with the FBI. No, that is such a smart point. And, and honestly, I think at this point, Oliver Stone probably will watch this movie and probably agree with it. Just a guess. Um, but we sure appreciate your, your doing the movie and coming on and telling us about it. Congratulations. Thanks for coming on. Lawrence Fox. Thank you. You know, it's bad when the actor actually has to say, hey, I'm just glad I haven't like died and jumped randomly from a building or hung myself in the last day because he has to worry and look over his shoulder because of him deciding to play Hunter Biden in this. Now, there's also New York Magazine that has come out with a interesting article. It says the sordid saga of Hunter Biden's laptop, the most invasive data breach imaginable. Is a political scandal Democrats just can't just wish away. Again, writing the headline like somehow Hunter Biden is the victim here, not the United States of America, and him selling out America. I imagine the entirety of your digital existence plotted out before you. Your accounts and passwords, your avatars, your contacts, every exchange of written dialogue, the full history of your logged interests. They go on to write the note where you scrawled at once urgent words, fragments that now make zero sense to you. The rabbit holes you fell down or the mere obsession or the thing that connected to the thing that led you to decide to do another thing that became a part of a part of a part of where you are or a part of who you are to some people or a part of who you are only to yourself, barely recognizable in the light of day. Your selfies, your sex, your emails, your calendar, your to-do list, your playlist, your tabs. Now, the New York Magazine says, imagine that you are both the son of a man running for president and a lawyer and lobbyist accustomed to mixing with powerful people and doing business overseas, right? Because of your proximity to those powerful people and that you are in the throes of a divorce and a midlife catastrophe brought on by the early death of your older brother see victimhood here right it's it's you know it's not his fault he's an addict it's because your brother died so therefore you are excused from accountability of selling out america's secrets and your father exploiting your addiction to make more money don't worry, they won't put that in the New York Magazine article here, right? Because you're supposed to actually feel sorry now for Hunter Biden. And this is what I've been telling you now for months they were going to do. As soon as Hunter Biden gets indicted, they're going to say, it's not his fault. He won't remember any of this. He was a drug addict, right? Literally, that's what they're about to write. You're in the middle of a midlife catastrophe brought on by the early death of your older brother. And that, in your distorted, distortion field of grief, on a hell-bent drug and alcohol binge, you have been making even more horrible choices. Taking up with your brother's widow. That's right. Remember, they slept together. No big deal. And while in considerable financial debt, hiring prostitutes and zoning out with cam girls and staying awake for days at a time on crack cocaine and generally hurting everyone in your life who is trying to help you with your cruel and idiotic behavior. Remember, this is how the media covers for someone selling out America and 
selling them out to the worst people in the world while making money. And by the way, if all of what this was just written in, in New York Magazine, right? You can see this at nymag.com. You would think there would be a question of the president or then the vice president, right? Or the former vice president at the time running for office. You'd think somebody would have said, where's your dad in all of this? How is your dad allowing you to continue to trade and make millions of dollars for all of these habits? Why didn't a family member step up and say no more? Why didn't a family member step up and say, we're not going to let you trade on the family name because they were all in on it. Oh, that's right. They knew that they were exploiting his addiction. They didn't care. In fact, they knew that they could use as an alibi so they could make even more money. Hey, who cares if your phone rings in the middle of the night and maybe your other son dies of an OD because as long as you make the millions, that's all that matters. And imagine in the middle of all this, New York Magazine continues to write, you lose control of 217 gigabytes of your personal data. Videos in which you have sex, videos in which you smoke crack, bleary-eyed selfies, selfies that document your in-progress dental work, your bank statements, your Venmo transactions, your business emails, your toxic rants at family members, analysis from your psychiatrist, your porn searches, your social security number, explicit photos of the many women passing through your bedrooms, photos of your kids, of your father, of life and death, despair and boredom. Imagine revealing this archive of all your different shelves to anyone else. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. 
Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? It look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine revealing this archive of all your different shelves to anyone else. Now imagine it's not just anyone, but the same political opposition that has already sought to destroy your father's candidacy by improperly pressuring a foreign leader to offer up dirt about your sketchy, for sure, they even put in parentheses, business dealings. Sketchy for sure is how the New York Magazine puts the improper corruption of the Biden and Obama regime. I love how now they're, re- they're now blaming Republicans for their corruption because we actually want to expose it. Yes, now Republicans are the bad guys. Imagine a country with toxic and broken politics. Wait, how many times have we tried to overthrow the will of the people? Oh, that's right, zero. How many times have we impeached someone off of fake information? Republicans, zero. How many times did we decide to try to overthrow the will of the people using the deep state? Oh, wait, zero. That's all the Democrats. But remember, it's all the Republicans' fault. Imagine a country with toxic and broken politics, how explosive this collection of data might appear to your enemies in the days leading up to a presidential election. And how valuable it might become after their defeat as they seek to overturn and then undermine the results. You can't make this up. For the sake of simplicity, let's call this nebulous cloud of data a laptop. All right, let's dive into that just for one second here. Uh, The laptop was declared by the deep state, never forget this, as being Russian disinformation. Twitter and Facebook said you couldn't see it. Even if you shared it, it was going to be buried in the algorithm. Other news outlets refused to cover the story, even though they knew it was true, because 50 deep state people decided to sign a letter saying, this has the markings of Russian disinformation. So they had cover to stop it, right? But somehow, again, the New York Magazine says that conservatives just wanting the truth about the corruption of the Biden crime family It's somehow all of your fault that Hunter Biden's an addict. Now, this is all in response to this new movie. The first thing you need to understand about Hunter Biden's laptop, though, is that it's not a laptop. The New York Magazine writes, the FBI reportedly took possession of the original, at least if you accept the version of events promoted by those who have distributed the data. You can't make this up, folks. Which Hunter Biden and his lawyers don't. And all we have now are copies of copies. So apparently now they're saying that 
This is somehow implying it's doctored, even though it's been admitted that it is fact by the New York Times. But New York Magazine says, no, 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 let's just keep lying to the American people. They're too stupid to understand that we're lying to them, right? And this is what the liberals want to hear. We just have copies of copies. When it first publicly surfaced 20 days before the 2020 election, the authenticity of the material was doubted to the degree that Twitter and Facebook effectively banned the story from legitimate political discourse. Since then, mainstream news organizations, including the New York Times and Washington Post, have come to verify that at least, here's their words, some of the information contained in the cache is authentic. Name one thing that the Bidens have said is not real. Right about the laptop. Have you seen Hunter Biden or the White House say that there's something? Because trust me, if there was one thing that was shared from the laptop that wasn't real, they would come out and immediately say so. Uh-huh, the sword saga, the Hunter Biden laptop and why it still matters. Front page, right? Headline of the New Yorker magazine. It's hard to think of a single living individual who has experienced as who has experienced as total an annihilation of digital privacy since our devices became extensions of our consciousness. Suite of executives and thousands of employees were victimized by the Sony hack and the iCloud hack known as the fappening. Nude photos of dozens of celebrities ended up on Reddit and 4chan. The 2016 hack of DNC servers and John Podesta's Gmail exposed the private communications of a major political party. But in terms of the vastness of the data breach... The narrowness of its targets and its capacity to be deployed as a political weapon. None of those compared to the exposure of the Hunter Biden entire virtual life. Now, you got to understand here, this is a smart move by the New Yorker. I give credit where credit is due. What they are doing right now is incredibly brilliant. They're basically saying that you shouldn't care about the laptop because he's a drug addict and it's an invasion of privacy and you should feel sorry for him. And you understand that regardless of what we actually find out about Hunter Biden, it's not his fault because he's a drug addict. And if you do care, then you're actually an evil person, because imagine if this happened to you. That's what they're saying. They're saying forget about what's in the laptop because it shouldn't matter. Have some compassion. He went down the spiral because his brother died and you're evil if you don't give him that 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 moment of pause to say, I feel bad for you. Doesn't matter what crimes are committed, what corruption was happening. And by the way, notice again, up until this point, let's be very clear up until this point, they still have not mentioned that the family exploited Hunter Biden's addiction. They have exploited it. We all know they've exploited it. You had a father who didn't care that his son was an addict. He kept putting him on the planes around the world to bring in the family money because he needed somebody to remodel his house. Is there going to be any accountability for how evil Joe Biden was to his own son after losing another son? You think he would have said, hey, hey, buddy, I'm cutting you off. You're not doing the family business anymore. I'll have James do it, not you. Oh, no, no. This was too good of an opportunity. You've got an addict and that's your alibi. So let's exploit the addict. Let's abuse the addict. Let's keep sending money to the addict as long as the addict does the dirty work that we can't do because we're not addicts and we don't have that alibi, which is exactly the alibi that the New York Magazine has done. Hidden inside the laptop, according to those, almost exclusively on the right, this is their way of undermining the story, right? They're writing about the story, but they're saying that the only people exposing the story are those on the right. 
they're not actually telling you that they agree that the laptop is real because this is how you say two plus two is not four, right? It's whatever you want to be. This is the same people that say that you can choose to be a woman if you're a man, even though you can't. You can play dress up. These are the same people that will tell you, though, that you can pick your own sex. Hidden inside the laptop, according to those almost exclusively on the right who have reviewed the data or who trust the world of those who claim they have, is a corruption scandal that implicates not just Hunter, but other members of the Biden family, including the president. The laptop's details Hunter's involvement with the Ukrainian natural gas producer that paid him millions of dollars to serve on its board. The relationship at the center of Donald Trump's first impeachment. Somehow, Donald Trump's wrong. It shows how a Chinese energy company directed millions of dollars in consulting fees to Hunter and his uncle. Kind of a big news story. Nah, no, we'll move on from that. It reveals White House meetings and slush fund dinners and wheeling and dealing from Romania to Monte Carlo to Cafe Milano. Most important, these people claim the laptop contains proof that despite his denials that Joe Biden allegedly referred in to an emails as the big guy was fully aware of and looking to profit from his son's business activities. Don't worry, though. New York Magazine tells you this. The most serious allegations remain unproven. The White House has whistled past the issue. With ritual, no comments on the occasions. It is questions about matters related to the laptop. In response to requests from the New York, a White House spokesman said, you can say the White House declined to comment for the story. Without a counter-argument from the White House or the Biden family, and with mainstream political reporters only now trying to catch up to the tabloid coverage, so you shouldn't trust the story because now we are deciding it's tabloid. Right? It's tabloid story. This is all this is is a tabloid of, you know, random things here. So everybody calm down. It's a tabloid of problems. Wow. Imagine how hard it was just to write this article if you're these guys. How much you had to fall over yourself to look like an idiot to try to make the story go away. And yet here we are. And it's the front page of the New Yorker. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at Legacy Precious Metals. Without them, this show wouldn't be possible. And if you have not looked at gold and silver as a way to protect your hard-earned dollars against what's happening on Wall Street with inflation, it's time for you to call them and get the free investor's guide. Why? Because so many around the world are now using gold and silver, and historically they have for decades as a protection, a hedge against inflation, which is exactly what we're dealing with right now. If you're terrified to look at your retirement account, your 401k statement because of what's happening on Wall Street, that's all the more reason why you should call and get the investor's guide in gold and silver. Protect your hard-earned money and diversify. Call them and get the free investor's guide from Legacy Precious Metals. 1-866-751-2218. 1-866-751-2218 or online at Without a counter-argument from the White House or the Biden family, the second time they said this in the magazine, <laughs> and with the mainstream political reporters now only trying to catch up to the tabloid coverage and the ideological, ideologically motivated actors 
who have been advancing the story. No, no, no. It's not. You couldn't be wanting truth. You couldn't be angry that your government's been sold out. You couldn't be angry that they were putting their pocketbooks ahead of American foreign policy. No, no. No, you've got to be a, a politico, not just a concerned American, right? That's that's what you need to understand. Yeah, there's been no penalty for silence while they've been in power. Wait, what? I'm very confused here. Democrats in Washington simply don't know what to say. There's no penalty for silence while they've been in power, just the vague assumption that it does seem like there's something to the story. If only anyone credible would bother to check it out. Oh, so anyone on the right's no longer credible, the New York Magazine says. Okay, so this is all just, un- it's not credible, the laptop is real, but it's not real because the left hasn't decided it's real, and until the left looks into this, none of this is credible. Got it. That's now the new normal in a communist America under the Biden regime. But the present stalemate in which one side treats the subject with polite indifference while the other side foments and fundraises off it is unsustainable. Maybe it will be broken by the Justice Department, which is reported to be conducting a wide-ranging criminal investigation to Hunter Biden, examining whether he violates various tax, money laundering, and lobbying disclosure laws. Like, you know, not actually... (laughs) Registering as a foreign agent, kind of a big deal, especially when your dad is the vice president and the president of the United States of America. But who cares? In July, the New Yorker writes, CNN reported that the Justice Department had debated the strength of the case for months, implying it was weak. As it faced an unofficial September deadline to file charges ahead of the midterm elections, Biden paid off a large tax liability with the help of a loan from an entertainment attorney. One of the one of at least three lawyers on his team in an apparent attempt to head off a potential indictment. Even if the DOJ doesn't bring charges against Hunter, Republicans may gain control of at least one chamber of Congress and with it subpoena power in November. If they do, they have vowed to start their own investigations, which would lead to months or years of manufactured drama. I, I, I got to I got to pause here. What the hell do you think the Democrats have been doing to Donald Trump and people around Trump? They just arrested people a couple weeks ago. They've raided the house of the former president. They've used the deep state to their advantage to destroy anyone who gets in their way. They've been fabricating a a story about Russian collusion for how long that they knew was a lie because they're the ones that paid for the dossier. The Democratic National Committee and Hillary Clinton not only paid for it, but on top of that, they actually lied to the American people and to the FBI. They lied to a FISA court to spy on the former president. And the entire time they slandered a president to undermine him. Never forget that, folks. And now the New Yorker has the cojones to write this kind of crap. Right? That even if the DOJ doesn't bring charges, many Republicans you know, are going to push this fake story, this manufactured drama? How is this not real drama? If this is manufactured drama, what is real drama to New York Magazine? The laptop, by the way, has already been entered into the congressional record on a motion by Florida Republican Matt Gates. When you look at it as merely a political object, the writer writes, a laptop may not seem all that remarkable, but the implications of what happened to Hunter Biden go far beyond politics. Whether or not he turns out to be a 
perpetrator of a crime. He is certainly the victim of a violation. And here it is. If you're an addict, and this is the alibi of the Biden team from day one, you can't treat them with accountability. You have to treat them as a victim. An invasion of privacy that is staggering in its totality. Even the people who are responsible for disseminating the laptop admit that on a human level, what happened to Hunter is horrifying. And a lot of stuff I do, I don't feel great about, says one of them, Steve Bannon. But we're in a war. The act of investigation, once a discreet of professionals, has been crowdsourced. And if you believe the story told by some famously unreliable narrators, it all begins with the eyewitness account of a computer repairman who is legally blind. So now we're actually making fun of handicapped people in the New York Magazine. The way that John Paul Isaac tells a story, it was right before closing time on a Friday evening in 2019 when a stranger walked in, brushed past the vintage Apple PC mounted by the door of his computer repair business in a strip mall in Wilmington, Delaware. Mac Isaac was used to encountering devices and their owners in extreme distress. By the time they make it to me, it's pretty dire. This customer had three broken laptops. Mac Isaac asked for a name to put on the repair order. Hunter, the customer replied, last name, uh, Biden. According to an image of the repair order, which was signed by someone whose signature looks a lot like Hunter Biden. So now they're implying that Hunter Biden didn't even draft. I mean, th- this is the this is again, if you're a member of the scumbag socialist communist media, this is the type of crap you write. They literally write this sentence according to an image of the repair order, which was signed by someone. Right. Couldn't have been Hunter Biden. May have been someone else. They just made that up out of thin air by someone whose signature looks a lot like Hunter Biden. The date was April 12th, 2019. By the way, the, the lawyers came and got the laptop. No charges were filed. Right? The FBI was involved. No charges were filed. If someone else stole this laptop, dropped it off, put a fake name, you think they wouldn't have said so by now? Of course it was Hunter Biden that dropped off the damn laptop. Biden has said he spent much of that winter and spring living a bad life in motels and Airbnbs up and down the East Coast on a furtive journey of self-destruction. He has never offered an alternative explanation of his whereabouts that day. So it's safe to assume he was in Delaware. He doesn't think he was out running errands, right? Let me say that again. He doesn't think he was out running errands, a friend says. But he can't say for sure, given his mental state at the time. The whole Biden family was trying to pull itself into shape to run against Trump. If you don't run, I'll never have a chance at redemption. Hunter had recently texted his father. I'll run, but I need you. Joe texts it back. Only focus is recovery. During this period, Hunter's days revolved around scoring and smoking crack. He had been in and out of treatment, but he couldn't stay clean. Like every addict, Biden had a litany of reasons for using. In this case, every political attuned American already knows a tragic history. The car accident that killed his mother and sister when he was two and left him badly injured, a lifetime of com- Comparisons to his more perfect brother, Bo. Then Bo's death in 2015 and his grieving father's decision not to run for president the next year. When many Democrats are convinced, at least in retrospect, that he would have beaten Donald Trump. Now, four years later, Hunter was fighting with his ex-wife over their ruined finances and with Bo's widow, Hallie. Over the fallout from the doomed affair, they began after his brother's death. 
It was during this period that Joe Biden summoned Hunter to the family home in Wilmington, where he found his family waiting for him along with two drug counselors. Hunter split, of course. The man behind the encounter, excuse me, the man behind the counter at the Mac shop didn't know about any of this personal turmoil. So in other words, he took advantage of him by the dude dropping off laptop. That's now what you're implying? Of course, because this is the communist media. Like all his customers, this one was just a blur to Mac Isaac. He says he was first drawn to computers as an artistic kid with a medical condition that impaired his eyesight. 2400, he says, and kept him from driving, but did not prevent him from seeing magnified images on a screen. He says that what he recalls of the man who brought in that laptop is a smudge of blue and gray clothing, a strong whiff of alcohol, and an air of entitlement. Mac Isaac was a Mac guy in every sense. He had a tattoo of Apple's smiley face finder icon on his bicep and a triangular firewire icon on the back of his neck. An unlucky twist for Biden. He was also a Trump supporter. Oh, so now we figured it out. And like everyone in Delaware, he knew the name Joe Biden's younger son. So apparently he set him up for failure by not giving his laptop back to him, even though he never came to get the laptop. Amazing, isn't it? How fast the New York Magazine has figured it all out. The three laptops Mac Isaac recalls were all liquid damage. One was dead. One was easily revived. The third, a 13-inch MacBook Pro, had a sticky, ruined keyboard. But Mac Isaac thought he could still salvage its data. The job would cost $85 and take a few days. After the customer left the store, Mac Isaac said he closed up shop, popped open an Amstel light, and started to work on the recovery. He dragged and dropped folders from the broken laptop to an external drive. Almost immediately, Mac Isaac claimed he saw the computer contained a large quantity of homemade pornography sitting right on the desktop. It's not like I hadn't seen anything like that before, he says. It's probably the most I've ever seen in one place. A few days later, the blurry customer returned, this time to drop off a portable hard drive to hold the contents of his laptop. When you see a grown man in a rainbow boa and a jock strap, Mike Isaac says it's hard not to have that image in your mind when he's staring you in the face. It was pink in truth, and it was an average scarf, they put in parentheses, but he finished the job, made the backup, and called the cell phone number the customer had given him to say he was done. The customer didn't come back and never paid the $85. Mac Isaac says he put the broken laptop in the portable drive in a locked closet two weeks after the customer's visit. On April the 25th, Joe Biden officially launched his presidential campaign. So there it is, folks. That's how the media does their work. They know the laptop's real, but they'll tell you maybe it's still not. They'll tell you that there's probably conspiracy here, but really you shouldn't care because the people that are uncovering it are conservative. And if that's not enough for you, you should understand this is a violation of Hunter Biden's privacy, and therefore you should feel sorry for him. Never look at this. Never look at the facts and just move on with your life because he's a victim, even though the, his own family exploited his addiction to make millions of dollars. I'm going to continue with a story tomorrow, so make sure you share this podcast, okay, wherever you get your podcasts. Please share it. Please write us a five-star review. We will continue with this, I can promise you. See you back here tomorrow on the Ben Ferguson Podcast. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.